Welcome to this week's Live From Rest podcast. I'm Steve Smith, your host, and I'm the author of the Live From Rest app. Each week in this podcast, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. We host conversations, short talks, and reflections about how we can live from rest in a world full of busyness and distraction. We created the Live From Rest app because we needed it, and we think you might need it too. So if you haven't done so already, do make sure that you go to the App Store or to the Google Play Store and download it today. Discover meditation rooted in the way of Jesus and a life of peace with freedom from anxiety, worry and strife. For the fourth time now, I have got my lovely wife, Lucinda, with me. Hello, Lucinda. Hello. Lucinda is, as I've told uh, many of you before, she's a spiritual director to a number of people. She runs in a healing ministry and is a very accomplished speaker with a wonderful message of freedom. So welcome back, Lucinda. Thank you. And Lucinda, you have, this is the fourth week of sharing. So far, you have um, given us three great sessions on rest. And what are you going to be talking about today? Today's is the final um, podcast on this subject, and I'm going to speak about rest as a weapon. Rest as a weapon. That sounds like a real paradox. So tell us what you've got for, for us today. Well, this, this subject, rest as a weapon, is in a sense the bringing together of the last three topics. That is stillness, presence and faith. And you'll see that as I, as I, as I go on. Um, in my experience, and I'm sure everyone will agree with this, our enemy, the devil, wants nothing more than for us to be stressed, too busy, anxious, fearful, overwhelmed. And when we're in that kind of state, you could say we have taken our eyes off Jesus and the situation has become bigger to us than he is. However, when we are resting in God, and by that I mean taking intentional time to still ourselves, which is what we looked at in the first podcast, when we are leaning into the nature and the presence of God, which we looked at in the second podcast, and finally, when we choose biblical truth over and above our feelings, the lies, over the circumstances and what they seem to be saying, then, then we are strong. Then we are less vulnerable. Then we are alert and therefore less likely to be taken out by the devil's tactics. So resting in who God says I am and resting in who I know him to be, these are my weapons. I'll say that mm. again. Resting in who God says I am. So believing and standing in the truth that I am who he says I am and resting in who he says he is, those are my weapons. Mm -hmm. And the devil can do nothing and I really believe this, he can do nothing with a believer who continues to stand 
in the face of loss and crisis, he is powerless against a Christian who time and time again chooses to believe truth and God's word even when life is falling apart. Our enemy can only wreak havoc and rob us of peace when we choose. And it is a choice, and we have to remember this, it is a choice to leave the sanctuary of his presence. King David in the Old Testament describes God in many of the Psalms as his high tower, his hiding place, his refuge, his stronghold, his shield. Psalm 3 says this, David is speaking, how many are my foes? Many are rising against me, but you, O Lord, are a shield about me. I lay down and slept, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me. And of course, the battles in the Old Testament were all about land, about taking possession of the land that God had promised the Israelites. And our battles, of course, are not fought, you know, with the physical weapons of warfare against a flesh and blood enemy. We know this. Our battle is a spiritual battle. And our weapons, as described in Ephesians chapter 6, are faith, the word of God, and standing tall and steadfast on the truth that in God's sight we are righteous, we are saved, we are covered and protected by the blood of Jesus. And again in Psalm 37 verse 7, David says this, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Refrain from anger, fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. Those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. And the devil's main tactics, I believe, are twofold. His desire is that we should doubt God's goodness. And secondly, that we should doubt how very loved we are. And if he can do both or either of these in our lives, just on a day-to-day basis, he has scored a little victory. And so in the end, it's all about our response. And I want to end with this really important question. How do we, how will we respond to the cancer diagnosis, the empty bank account, the wayward child, the broken relationship, the failed exam? Will we surrender our peace, our rest, our land, to the devil's lies and allow him to trample the fruit of our vineyards? Or will we hide ourselves in the high tower of God's presence and rest in the truth that God is always good and that we are forever loved? Will we be tossed this way and that by emotions and circumstances? Or will we rest? Will we choose rest as our weapon and stand strong and steady on the truth? Mm, That's that's brilliant. And it's so crucial, so important, because um, life is a battle. 
you know we yeah. we're in a we're in a war zone um and it's really important that we recognize that we're in a war zone because if we don't then if we if we if we've not recognized the enemy's tactics we're we're almost certain to be defeated aren't we yeah Definitely. Uh, yeah and and obviously we we believe that the devil is primarily wanting people to not put their faith in in Jesus but when we have done he's still going to work hard on us and keep us in that place where try and keep us in that place that you refer to where we may be stressed and panicky over busy overwhelmed and again it's it's so good to recognize that our our defense or our, our weapon is to be rested in him and when you when you you said that first section it just reminded me of of a talk I heard a long time ago that the devil wants to keep us busy and busy is B-U-S-Y, busy under Satan's yoke. So if we're, if we're busy, it doesn't mean that we're necessarily in a bad place, but it might do. And perhaps some of us just need to ask ourselves, am, is my busyness of God or am I actually under Satan's yoke in all these things that I'm trying to do and feeling stressed by and pressurized and and overwhelmed by it. I, I certainly feel that, that in my life that has often been the case, that that my busyness has not been of God. And so, so I've, I've really um, latched onto that um, encouragement for us to be intentional. And for me, I, I'm hearing a challenge to be disciplined. Even even though I've been on this journey for a long time, I'm still I'm still having to focus on being disciplined to 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 take time, take time for Sabbath, take time to be rested. But but we we had a discussion beforehand, didn't we? And and you were you were saying that being rested isn't necessarily simply about taking time and putting your feet up. No, because I I I really believe that we can live busy lives and busy in the best sense of the word. Word, you know, fulfilled using our gifts. Um, doing what God has called us to do. And this can create a lot of busyness, but we can be busy and rested. Mm. We can we can work from rest, live from rest, which is what this whole ministry is about. Yeah. We, we can be incredibly busy. We can be an international speaker flying all over the place. Um, we can we can have great demands upon our lives, but we can be rested knowing that God is who he says he is and we are who he says we are. We don't have to be frantic and panicky and anxious and busy. We can be busy and rested. Yeah, absolutely. Just going, returning to that um, idea of, of paradox, I, I remember once hearing a man, I can't remember what his name was, speaking about spiritual warfare and I was very... Um, enthusiastic about the about the talk in advance, and I imagined that he was going to tell us how how to effectively um, you know, cast out demons, and and um, I imagined that this talk on spiritual warfare was going to result in people being enthusiastic about fervent, loud prayer. But basically, all he wanted to tell us was that we need to know who we are, and he referred particularly to Ephesians chapter three, telling us. That, that using the words of Paul to tell us that we are seated in the heavenly realms at the right hand of the Father with Christ, far above the authorities that are that are actually below our feet. 
and, yeah. and and that's and that's what it's all about isn't it it's just Absolutely. knowing who we are knowing where we are knowing that the enemy is is beneath us i actually think that the one thing that sets Christians apart from everybody else in terms of our daily lives is our response, mm -hmm. is our response to the tragedy and the traumas, because we all suffer them. You know, whether you're a Buddhist, a Muslim, an atheist, an agnostic, everybody suffers, suffers. But we can respond in peace and in rest. Yes, yes, we grieve, of course. Yes. Yes, we feel the loss. Yes, um, we are, are incredibly sad, but we can still be rested. We can still know who we are and know who God is and be at peace, mm -hmm. even with the trauma and the crisis and the tragedy. And that's a massive message to the world, a massive message. Yeah, and it's certainly a, an example that, that Jesus gave if we look at the life of Jesus, he, he lived from rest. Yes. He slept in the storm. A prime example. In the middle of chaos, he took himself off to a quiet spot. He, he just knew what he needed and he took it and he knew he was who he was. Yeah. Well, that's really so good. Um, I think we'll leave it there. We are all on a journey of learning to live from rest let's just remember that it is possible we can be in that place of being rested despite the storms despite the traumas despite the pressures we can live from a place of rest and that's let's all seek to do that to have that attitude that um, god is with us all the time have to have that attitude that we are seated with christ in the heavenly realms at the right hand of the father thank you so much lucinda Oh, it's a pleasure. I really enjoyed, uh, I enjoy talking about this subject. I'm passionate about it and um, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah. A real pleasure. Just to say, um, Lucinda's got a web page that's um, attached to the Live From Rest site and you can access that directly by going to lucindasmith.online and Lucinda will certainly be doing some more podcasts. We're also planning to do some webinars um, at some point in the future. So look out for more from Lucinda. Thank you. And obviously you can hear Lucinda on the app. If you haven't got the app already, please do download it. Use the app so that you can live from that place of rest. So thank you for joining us. And we look forward to you joining us next week. God bless you. Bye for now. Bye bye.